Welcome to Slaking Thirst, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. Okay, friends, so when I was uh, growing up, I never, oh my, I thought I set myself on fire. Okay, I never thought about being a priest when I was younger. I never thought about being a priest. It wasn't like an idea I had when I was your age. When I was your age, when I was, where's the, where's first grade at? First grade, first grade, first grade, first grade. There you are, first grade. When I was in first grade, there was a new TV show that came out. It was called Power Rangers. Anybody ever heard of Power Rangers? Oh yeah, baby, okay. Imagine that. Power Rangers came out. It was new when I was in first grade. So, Power Rangers came out when I was in first grade, and I was obsessed with Power Rangers. And here's the thing. I used to watch Power Rangers at every opportunity that I could. I watched it in the morning before school. I watched it as soon as I was done after school. I was, I was a Power Ranger for Halloween for, I don't know, 15 years of my life. Um, just kidding. Mostly just through third grade. But, um, so my parents, my parents watched... Uh, cops on TV show on TV. They would watch the show about cops. The cops would fight the bad guys, and I watched Power Rangers. And in my mind, both of these shows were on TV, which meant they were both real, right? In my mind, there's cops that fight bad guys, and there's Power Rangers that fight bad guys. And the thing is, some kids want to be cops when they grow up. I wanted to be a Power Ranger. Yeah, I wanted to be. I thought the red, red the Red Ranger. He's going to get old one day. He's not going to be able to fight the bad guys, and someone's going to have to take his place. So. I'll take his place. So I, my career goal was I wanted to be a Power Ranger. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. And I, like, as I've grown up, like, I've continued to love like, action movies and all those sorts of things. I love Marvel movies. Who loves the Marvel movies? Oh my gosh, these movies are great. Uh, Donnie, what's your favorite Marvel movie? What's your favorite one? Endgame. Yeah, dog, me too. Endgame. Who loves Endgame? I cried at the end of Endgame. These movies, so good, right? So you got the Avengers fighting all these bad guys, right? What's the, what's the job? Let me put it this way. What's the job of the Power Rangers? What's the job of the Avengers? What are they there to do? What do they do? Yeah. They do what? That's right, Wyatt. They fight the bad guys. That's their job, right? That's, that's the reason why they're there. They'd be pretty weird movies if there weren't bad guys. Like Endgame would be a very weird movie if there wasn't Thanos, right? Be very bizarre. Like, what are they doing there, right? Or the Power Rangers. What are these people doing in these weird outfits if there aren't bad guys to fight, right? The bad, like, if there are Power Rangers, if there are Avengers, it presupposes that there are bad guys to fight. Does that make sense, right? All of these movies, you think about all of the great stories that we have. I mean, think about from, like, from Harry Potter to Lord of the Rings to Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, Percy Jack, I mean, all of these stories, the stories that we love, movies, books that we love, so many of them are telling like the same story, right? There's a good guy, there's a bad guy. There's good versus evil, light versus darkness. Have you ever considered or wondered like where did these, why do we have so many of these stories? Where do these stories come from? Why do we have so many stories about good versus evil? This is where it comes from, I'll tell you. It comes from our story. As Christians, like we have the great story. Say great story. great story. That's right. We've got the great story. We've got the great story. Like 
the Bible, friends, is telling the great story. It's the, it's the original story. It's the original story of good versus evil, light versus darkness. Right? And just like all those other stories where there's a bad guy, we have a bad guy in our story. It's the, it's the devil. There's an enemy. Right? He's very real. That's what Paul is talking about in this first reading. He says our battle is not with flesh and blood, meaning our real battle as human beings, it's not with other people. He says the battle is with angels, fallen angels called demons. Our battle is with these powerful forces. Like, look, here's the bad news. You and I, we were born into a world that's at war. There's good versus evil. Just like you see in the Marvel movie, there's good versus evil. It's very real. The good side, you've got God, Jesus, Mary, Joseph, heaven, the saints, all of the beautiful, wonderful angels, your guardian angels. On the bad side, you have the enemy, who is the devil, fallen angel, Lucifer, and all of the angels that fell, fell with him in rebellion. Those are called demons. And they are fighting for us. They want us to join their sides. And this is how the bad side, this is how the devil and his demons attack us. They, they do it through temptation. So they'll tempt us to do things that are contrary against God's will for us. So like, so say you go home and, and you're having a conversation with your sister and your sister says something mean to you. The devil's going to whisper, say something mean back. Retaliate. Right? The devil whispers, hey, it's okay if you cheat on that test a little bit. The devil's going to whisper, it's okay if you don't listen to your parents right away. The devil's going to whisper, it's okay if you look at that on the internet. The devil's going to whisper, it's okay if you're not nice to that person next to you. He whispers, he whispers, he tempts us to do things that are against God's will, which is again why St. Paul says in the reading we have today, our battle's not with flesh and blood, our battle is with the principalities, the powers. These are fallen angels. And so he tells us, he gives us advice, he says, put on the armor of God. Put on the armor of God. He says a bunch of different things. He talks about a helmet. He talks a breastplate. He talks about all these different things. There's two things I want us to look at for the rest of this homily. The first thing he says, he says, use the shield of faith. Someone tell me, what's a shield? Paula, what's a shield? Something what? Yeah, it's something that protects you, right? He says, use the shield of faith to protect yourself from all the flaming darts from the enemy. So picture the devil throwing all these flaming darts at you. And imagine if you had a shield, you can be like, right? And what's going to happen to you? Are you going to be safe? Yes, right? Now imagine if you don't have the shield. What's going to happen to you? What's going to happen? Right here. No, right here. Right here. Yeah. What's going to happen to you if you don't have the shield? You're going to get destroyed. Very good. You're going to get destroyed, right? Friends, faith is a shield. It protects us. So our prayer every day has to be, Lord, increase my faith. Increase my faith. And then the second thing I want us to look at, St. Paul says, or yeah, St. Paul says, take up the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. He gives us one weapon. He says it's the Word of God. You know, speaking of swords, hang on. I think I saw, hang on, one second. Swords, I think I saw, hold on. Oh, yeah. 
Speaking of swords, I just so happen to have a sword. So, if you ever come to my office, you can see this sword. This sword's pretty cool, huh? Yes? Yeah? This sword's pretty awesome. I got this sword when I was 15. I was a freshman in high school. Now, let me tell you something. As awesome as this sword is, and as many watermelons as it's killed, <laughs> this sword is nothing compared to this sword. St. Paul says, I'm giving you one weapon. He says, I'm giving you one weapon. It's the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, which is the Bible. Guys, this is my Bible. This is my Bible. I've had this Bible for a few years now. I had to get a new Bible because my last Bible, it was totally destroyed. It was, it was falling apart. Everything was, pages were coming out. It was just kind of destroyed because I use it every single day. Like I have, I underline things. I highlight things. I make circles. I underline words that stand out to me like scripture passages that move my heart. I'll circle it. I'll make little notes in the margins. I'll, I'll have prayers in here. Like, St. Paul is telling us, if you want to be armed in this battle, you have to have a relationship with the Word of God. You have to be praying. And specifically, you have to be praying the Scriptures. Like, this is where God speaks. This is power. This is truth. This is where God is communicating himself to us. Friends, here's what I'm going to ask you. If you don't have your own Bible, ask somebody for Christmas to give you a Bible if you got a grandma, ask your grandma to give you a Bible for Christmas, okay? You have to have your own Bible. And I'm going to challenge you every single day. Just commit to reading a little bit every single day. It will change your life if you commit to reading a little bit every single day. This is the weapon. This is the weapon. Like, this is a heavy Bible, and you could probably hurt somebody if I hit him with it. But that's not the point. The point is, God wants to use what's written in here. He wants to use his words to transform me, to then transform the world. He wants to use your Bible to transform you, to transform the world. He wants to give, make you powerful. So the shield of faith and the sword of the Spirit... Lord, increase my faith. Lord, increase my faith. And Lord, help me to dive into your word every single day. Amen?